Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis here for the final hour solo on a Friday afternoon, taking you until 4 p.m. Eastern. As it is week one of preseason, 11 games in the book yesterday. So we'll touch on some of the things that stood out in those games during the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Ronis on the gram at Aaron 88. And you can check out all my work at fulltimefantasy.com. Use the promo code Ronis 50. Get your first two months for the price of one. We got tons of content up there right now. The latest, they look at the top 24 running back ADP analysis from Sean Childs. Also have a look at the Duke Johnson trade, what it means for fantasy. Uh, we have in-depth team outlooks from Sean Childs and a ton of content. Uh, also, some of it going on Sports Illustrated now as we are now uh, supplying content for them. There's an article there now with me debating Frankie Tadeo on Todd Gurley. Should he be a first-round pick? So we have opposing viewpoints and we... Make our case. Uh, we got other content up there as well. Uh, and uh, our draft kit is just loaded with tons of content to help you crush your fantasy football draft this year. We have online championship draft reviews. I got a breakout receiver to look at, five quarterbacks to look at late, five running back values, five receiver values, uh, some overvalued players, undervalued players, just a lot out there. So you can. Head on over to fulltimefantasy.com and check out now, of course, updated rankings as well. I have to really go through and add some players to the rankings, move some players down with all of the news that is occurring and some of the injuries. So a lot to get through. And as I always say, if you're going to use my rankings, just make sure that you uh, get the latest update. So, you know, if your draft's on a Saturday, don't print it out on Thursday because there's going to be changes pretty much almost every single day, and especially here where we have preseason games last night. We have games tonight. We got games Saturday. And then next week, it's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So, like, every day there's going to be something that goes on, and uh, players are going to move up depth charts, and it's going to influence the rankings and news, which we'll get to today. There's already several things going on. So make sure that you get the latest uh, updates there on all of the rankings. Uh, you can print them out, get a nice cheat sheet. Of course, we have uh, rankings specifically catered to your leagues with our generator. You could just put in your league parameters, your league scoring system, and you know, it really helps because I know sometimes you know we focus a lot on the Fantasy Football World Championship where we start a quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, and two flex spots. So, obviously, it's going to push the receivers up a little bit. Your home league might be a little bit different. You might have two running backs, two receivers, and one flex, which is common. I despise it. I've always said you need to have deeper starting lineups, especially if you're going to listen to a show like this and follow the content of Full-Time Fantasy. We're just going to give you, hopefully, 
uh, more intelligence than a lot of your league mates, especially if they're going with a more generic uh, rankings and uh, maybe they're not on top of things because they have a lot going on and you really put more time into this, you know, you need to take advantage and make sure the starting lineup is expanded. So you, that sleeper, that undervalued player that we give you in the double-digit rounds that all of a sudden is becoming someone that you put in your lineup every week, you don't have to worry about benching them because your starting lineup is so good. So make sure you keep that in mind. You can also head on over to playffwc.com. We have tons of drafts going on every day. From now until the beginning of the season, tonight, a starter full season draft, 18 rounds, 90-second clock, kicking off at 7 p.m. Eastern. A starter full season super flex draft that kicks off at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. A draft and go best ball at 10 p.m. Eastern. And an online championship draft at 11 p.m. Eastern. So plenty of drafts to get into. Figure out what works best for you. Uh, We mentioned the World Championship online draft. On Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, this is the big one and some heavy hitters in there. But, again, big, big grand prize. So if you think you're good enough and you've been hearing all the names and you want to take them on, you know, it's a $150,000 grand prize if you win that overall. So uh, those drafts are starting to kick off again enough. There's an online one. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday with three spots to go in that one. Uh, so lots of news going on right now. Obviously, one of the big stories of the day is Antonio Callaway, the Browns wide receiver, has been suspended by the NFL for games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. So it comes from an incident last year uh, when he was cited for marijuana possession and driving with a suspended license. Now, he has made a statement that he takes full responsibility and he knows there's nothing he can say to regain trust that will be about his actions. So, you know, we've not been hearing positive things. There was a report a week ago that Callaway came into camp out of shape. He's been running with the backup. So the Browns probably knew this was coming, and that's why he was in that position. Um, So you will not see Callaway till week five when the Browns play San Francisco. So Rashard Higgins obviously is going to play more snaps, and we did see him in the preseason game last night catch a touchdown. So... You know, I've kind of avoided Callaway here. You know, I was, you know, I just didn't think there was enough volume for him, too, in this offense. You know, you, Beckham's going to get his. Landry's going to get his. And Njoku, to me, is kind of more of the third wide receiver. I mean, Njoku's a freak. And, you know, I was a little worried about his targets for a bit, you know, but considering where he goes at tight end, I mean, I got him in that Raz Bowl draft, I think, in, like, round 10. Like, he really fell. He was, like, the 12th tight end off the board. So I thought it was a good value. Callaway's ADP in the Fantasy Football World Championships, 185. Obviously, that's going to go way. You probably won't see him drafted anymore. I mean, it's not like he's a primary part of the offense. He's going to miss four games. So I think you'll start to see him not get drafted. And uh, Higgins will probably move up in that spot, you know, because he's insurance in case Beckham goes down or Landry. You know, he should start. But again, I think the there will be inconsistency week to week because he's not someone that's going to command a big target share in this offense. In fact, Higgins last night was uh, the first time in drafts that we've seen him go recently. He was going in some early drafts. His ADP is 226, uh, and he went 207. And obviously that was probably in response to seeing him in there to start the game with Baker Mayfield catching the touchdown and, of course, some of the negative reports on Callaway. So Higgins will move up the draft board again, not someone that, I really am going to target in drafts. 
Uh, I mean, there's some receivers I see going ahead of him that I probably would take him over. But, you know, I see a guy like, like Miles Boykin who we'll get to. And I'm not reacting to last night. I took Miles Boykin last week, a week ago, in the Super Flex League, you know, late in the draft because I figure one of these young wideouts for the Ravens could emerge or at least want to have him on my bench. It's not someone I'm relying on as a starter every week, but I want to have him on the bench. When we return, we have some news on Antonio Brown. He's not MIA. Where is he? What's going on? I'll let you know next. Full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis 
here until 4 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget, check me out fulltimefantasy.com. Use the promo code RONUS50. You get your first two months for the price of one, and you can get access to my rankings. Some news here on Antonio Brown. The Raiders wide receiver is expected to rejoin the team at its training camp headquarters in the near future, a team official said. Brown has not participated in full practices so far here. He's missed 10 of 11 sessions because of that foot. So they figure it's a non-issue moving forward. Uh, but Brown wasn't there on Wednesday and Thursday as the team had joint practices against the Rams. So he's obviously not going to play this week as well. Again, that initial report was from a Pittsburgh TV anchor saying that he had gone radio silent and the Raiders have no clue where he is or what the progress of the foot injury is. But that is not true here, according to a report here in the Las Vegas Review Journal that's saying that he hasn't and they do know where he is. So we'll see. He is expected to be back shortly. Uh, the team will have practices next on Monday after the game this weekend. So again, from what I've heard and seen doctors comment here, they don't think this is going to be an issue for Antonio Brown going forward, uh, whether it's the cryotherapy blisters on his feet or wherever it's from. And Brown's ADP is 18 in the fantasy football world championships. Uh, the last draft he went 21. That's the furthest we've seen him gone. And look, there is some concern with Antonio Brown for sure, because he's changing offenses. He's going from one of the most prolific in the NFL in Pittsburgh to a quarterback he had a great rapport with to an offense that doesn't project to be very good now. They should be trailing, playing from behind, and Brown should get the volume. You cannot expect the same touchdown total. That's the one thing. But I think the target should be there. So uh, he's someone that... I would consider late in the second round. I've only taken him in one draft so far. Uh, but there definitely is some risk there with him. But we know when he's healthy how good he can be. And even with a guy like Derek Carr, who I'm not a big fan of, I think he could still put up decent numbers because he's going to be flooded with targets. So uh continues to be a story here. But apparently the Raiders know what's going on, and we'll see. I think you do want to see Brown back in practice, though, to get those reps with Carr. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that, let you know what's going on there. Andrew Luck, Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts, says Luck continues to gain strength in his calf, but is still experiencing pain at a level he's not comfortable with. So he's not likely to practice in the next three days before the next break Tuesday, and then the Colts will reassess him. So, yeah, I mean, look, there has to be a little bit of concern about Luck right now. Calf injuries are very tricky. He's had it for a while. Uh, his ADP... It has been dropping. I mean, it's 87, but look at the last few drafts. The last draft, 108. That is as late as he's gone. Now, you all know how I feel about quarterbacks. I'm not taking him early. Now, the thing that's interesting with Luck, talk about 108, right? It's not a bad spot to take him because, you know, typically it's like what? That's like uh, the, the eighth round. You know, eighth, ninth round. Now, in the format, an online championship format, where you have 20 rounds, yeah, I'm going to take a second quarterback. If I'm going to draft with 16 rounds, I usually don't take a second quarterback. And so many people do it. And I don't understand, especially when you're drafting July, early August, when you have 
several weeks and you can go to the waiver wire, like, why are you wasting a roster spot on a second quarterback? Now, if you take Andrew Luck, like today or the weekend, and you want to have a backup in case, I understand that. that you're protecting your investment in case Luck's not good to go. But when you get Luck round eight or nine, and you can get a backup, especially like in round 15, 16 for the first few weeks, yeah, I, I think it makes sense. I think you can do it. So I'm probably not. I'm just not. I just. I'm not. I'm going to take a skill position player. There's just so many quarterbacks. Why am I going to do it? But hey, if you believe in luck and you think it's a discount, sure, you can do it. It's not a big deal. You know, it's a little bit for them where you were getting them. But I'm not going to do it. But it's definitely bearing watching here for this because uh, you'd want to see him at least by now. But at the same time, understand why teams are being cautious here. There's no need to rush him. But the fact that it's still causing some pain definitely there has to be some slight concern there again for me not a big deal because i haven't taken him anywhere i won't hey maybe he goes to the ninth tenth round and uh then then you have to start to think about it a little bit but the more he drops it's probably going to be due to negative reports there so certainly a, a little bit of a concern there we talked about this yesterday a little bit on the show uh, with Sean Childs. I uh, read this comment uh, from Andy Reid. Uh, I don't know why it's kind of really circulating more today, but it was out there yesterday. And it was Andy Reid talking about if he'll use a running back by committee. And he said, we'll do that here. I did a little bit of that back when I was in Philadelphia. Kind of a running back by committee deal, and we had some success with it. We'll do that here. They all have their strengths, and we'll try to exploit their strengths here. He talks about Damian and Darrell Williams, Carlos Hyde, and rookie Darwin Thompson. So this is kind of different from what we heard back a couple months ago where he said, yeah, Damian Williams is the starter. Now, Williams has missed a lot of camp with a strained hamstring, so you don't know if that changed his perspective. Also, Williams has never had more than 50 carries in a season. So I guess that's the, the concern is we have never really seen Williams have that full workload in the NFL. And he was good last year down the stretch, when, it, but it was only four games. So that was the the biggest concern for me. And, you know, I kind of have talked about this where I've kind of – I've seen the pro side of Damian Williams, but I, also, I just think there's a, there's a really low floor. And that's something you really don't want to do with your second-round pick. You know, you're trying to avoid the landmines there. Because that can really hurt you. And Doc brought it up about Royce Freeman last year. In the leagues where he took him, it really hurt. You know, you can can you overcome that bad pick or an injury? Yes, you can. But when you're going up against good competition, it makes it more difficult. And you really need to hit on a lot of your picks after that. So Damian Williams' ADP right now in the Fantasy Football World Championship is 23. He's gone as late as 26. So this is definitely going to drive down the price. So maybe... Late third round, he becomes a little bit more appealing. But I don't know, man. I just, I'm just worried. I'm really worried. I understand the upside. And with certain players, there's a wide range of outcomes. Uh, you talk about a player going in the first two, three rounds with a wide range of outcomes, it is definitely Damian Williams. He could look as good as he did last year. He's in a great Chiefs offense. It could work out. And, you know, catching a lot of passes in this offense, giving a high floor every week. But you could also see a scenario where he can't hold up or he's just getting 7 to 10 touches a week and they feel that's the better fit. So that has been the biggest concern for me 
with Damian Williams and why I have not taken him in a draft yet. So you have to decide what you want to do. But again, I this report is definitely going to push him down. I'm very interested to see where he goes this weekend. We'll obviously keep track of that for you and talk about it on Monday. I'm sure it'll be a big topic, but um, you know, we'll get Bill Enright's coming up at 3.40 p.m. Eastern, and I believe he he did a draft last night. I think it was a starter league, and if I remember correctly, I saw his draft board, and I think he took uh, Damian Williams on the one-two turn or definitely near the turn. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at it out. Yeah, he took Damian Williams at 24. So I'm I'm assuming he saw that report yesterday. Maybe he didn't, but we'll get his viewpoint because he's obviously a big Damian Williams fan. So we'll see how it has changed for him, but it, the floor is Definitely low because he, I originally was saying, yeah, he might not start in week four. Well, he might not start week one. So there's definitely uh, a huge range of outcomes for a guy like Damian Williams. And uh, it's definitely going to influence his ADP. I see him dropping to the mid, probably mid third round, uh, maybe late third round. Uh, So we'll follow that. Uh, for the weekend, but by the way, uh, you know the same report about Andrew Luck. They they are confident and optimistic that he will be ready for Week One against the Chargers. So, I mean, they've kind of been saying this all along. So I still think that it's not a lock at this point. Remember what they did with his shoulder two years ago, and then he didn't play. Keep that in mind. There's a history here. When we return, we're going to go over some of the top storylines and performances from the preseason games last night. What does it mean for your fantasy team? We'll let you know next. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. 
proudly made in America. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis here until 4 p.m. Eastern on a Friday afternoon. You can check out all my work, fulltimefantasy.com. Get my updated rankings. Use the promo code RONIS50. You get your first two months for the price of one. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Well, you'll receive a free bet. Of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. And you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The news never ends with Antonio Brown. Adam Schefter is reporting that Antonio Brown has filed a grievance against the NFL to be allowed to wear the helmet he prefers, not the one the league mandates, according to sources told to ESPN. So Brown is expected to have a hearing. Should occur as early as next week. And an arbitrator will decide whether or not he gets to wear the helmet he wants. New NFL rules are being enforced this season saying that he can't. And the helmet that Brown is comfortable in is worn throughout his career is no longer certified. So uh, we'll see what happens there. So maybe that prevents him from going to practice again. I mean, oh, man, what a summer for Antonio Brown, man, from the – so it's his feet with the frostbite. Now his head with the helmet. He hasn't been able to practice. Man, just so many off-the-field things going on with Antonio Brown. And I could see a lot of fantasy owners say, you know what? Forget about this. But we'll see. We'll see where his AEP is uh, over the weekend. But it has not been uh, a very fun offseason for Antonio Brown owners, especially in Dynasty, because uh, he's just always in the news about something. So, um We'll see. I guess maybe that's part of the offense, uh, uh, the absence for Brown. So we'll see what happens uh, with Antonio Brown, who just finds a way to stay in the news and not for the right things. Uh, uh, Some other things of note. Let's take a look at kind of what happened yesterday, things that stood out. Uh, Obviously, David Montgomery is a player that probably has really seen a big boost here 
based on the performance last night. Uh, he really did look pretty good, breaking some tackles, and he also uh, caught a few passes as well, and that's going to be the key for his value. How much is he involved in the passing game? We know they have Tariq Cohen there. Uh, and Cohen last year was kind of boom or bust. You know, if you look at the totality of his numbers over the course of the season, you know, the, the receptions, you know, you look at the line, you're like, oh, it's like a wide receiver line. But there were a couple of games where he was really flooded with receptions and you know, those boom bust weeks, not ideal for redraft leagues where you have to set your line on best ball. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but but you, Montgomery's definitely going to move up, man. Just all the hype and everyone talking. It's just uh, someone that's going to see a big move up the draft board. And, you know, that's something I'm going to look at this weekend. So we'll hopefully have that on Monday's show. Uh, we'll definitely look at some of the player movement. But uh, 46 is his EDP right now for David Montgomery. Uh, he's gone as early as 27, as we talked about it earlier. Also seen him go 36-38. So, yeah, I think you're going to start to see him go in the third round. This happens every single year. And, again, I like him. I don't see me taking him in the third round right now. I think it's going to be a little bit early. Kyler Murray, we saw his debut. Everyone was looking forward to that yesterday. Six of seven for 44 yards. And, uh... You know, it was pretty good, pretty impressive throws. But remember, it's preseason, but there's a lot of buzz on Kyler Murray. Like, you just can't get him at a discount. I'm very interested to see where Murray goes in the home leagues. Uh, because, obviously, in industry leagues and high-stakes leagues, he's going higher. Now, his ADP in the Fantasy Football World Championships 116. But you have to remember, in this format, quarterbacks really get pushed down the draft board because we have that extra flex spot. So, quarterbacks get devalued more in this for, format than probably any I've seen. Uh, I did see Kyler Murray going to draft as the third quarterback off the board, not doing that. And in our last draft, he went 89. So you've already seen, based on that one preseason game, you know, everyone says, oh, preseason means nothing. It does. It influences ADP all the time. And sometimes it's a trap, and you have to be careful to avoid it. Other times it's kind of justified, right? So... Again, I like Murray. I want to have him up on a team or two, but it just feels like every single draft, he's going pretty early. And uh, especially now, I mean, look at the last three of the last four drafts, 89, 112, 97. So, again, in this format, you, you're able to do it because you know you're going to get a very solid QB2 in the you know 14th, 15th round. You know, that's the thing, too, that I've kind of come around on here. When you look at some of these quarterbacks and where they're going, if you're going to take one of these guys early, then you, you can always come back and get someone later. I mean, look at Cam Newton's at 147 right now. I guess it's some of the shoulder concerns. But, you know, you can get a solid quarterback late. You know, Roethlisberger is going 170. Dak Prescott, 188. So, if you want to take Kyler Murray that early you know you can come back and get someone that's pretty good. So that's the one thing where you could take that risk. But it's also, what are you passing? You know, what receiver or potential running back are you passing on in that round? And that's also one of the keys there is that you have to look at and see what you're passing. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, 182. I mean, it's good quarterback value, man. That's why it's hard to take in this format. You know, you're sitting there, you're on the clock, and you're always looking like, oh, wow, this is a value. And then afterwards, when you look at the completed draft board, you go, oh, man, I could have gotten this guy four or five rounds later. 
So you have to understand that going in. You've, and, and here, it, the data is all here for you. We're talking about it constantly. You know these quarterbacks are going late. So you should never finish a draft and go, wow, look at the quarterbacks that are going later. We're talking about it all the time. We're writing about it. So don't be shocked. Uh, Broncos running backs. We saw Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman both play. Lindsay had four carries and one target. Freeman had three carries and one target. Freeman, I think, had like a 50-yard run. So, again, I think this definitely is going to be a split for sure. Uh, Browns certainly were very impressive uh, on that one drive. Baker Mayfield <laughs> and Mayfield certainly getting a, a lot of hype uh, in fantasy this year. People loving him. Uh, he's consistently going as a top-five quarterback off draft boards. We did see Nick Chubb in this game as well. He had a 12-yard carry, and he also caught a target for 14 yards. And Chubb can catch the football. I think that's what people forget. You know, everyone's giving him that boost now that Duke Johnson's gone. But Chubb, last year when he had the opportunity, and it wasn't a ton, he can catch the football. So I'm very interested to see if he gets more opportunities in the passing game. As I said, I was pretty high on him before Duke Johnson was departing. I took him last week. After starting a super flex draft with Devontae Adams, came back, got Nick Chubb in round two in the middle of the round. I had the seventh pick. I was very happy about that. That's who I wanted. Yes, there's the Kareem Hunt potential when he comes back in week 10 from suspension. How much is he involved in the offense? Does he take away from Nick Chubb? It might happen a little bit. The Dolphins running back situation, we're definitely paying attention to that. So Kenyon Drake played with Ryan Fitzpatrick on the first series. Four carries for 12 yards. And then Balaj played on Fitzpatrick's second series. He only played two series. And he had one carry for two yards and was targeted twice and couldn't corral either one. So, again, this is probably going to be a split. We all know Drake has the explosiveness and the ability, especially in the passing game. But he really has never been featured uh, at any point. And I think a lot of people felt that with Adam Gase gone to the Jets, that would change. But that has not been the case. We've seen a lot of Kalen Balaj who has seen his EDP rise. Again, one of the benefits of doing early drafts, got Kalen Balaj in a draft as the 57th running back off the board in early July. Right now, Kalen Balaj, his ADP is 119. He has crept up. He's gone as early as 87. It's too early for me, man. It's the Dolphins offense. He's going to split. So be careful there uh, because you don't want to invest too heavily uh, in that backfield, especially since uh, so we're still. I think we're still going to see a lot of Kenyon Drake, and we know Drake is good. He just needs the opportunity. Jets offense looked pretty sharp. Sam Darnold, I would like to get him as a QB, too, uh, in a draft. I think I do in a best ball, but a lot of potential here. Uh, he was 4 or 5 against the Giants, 68 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jamison Crowder with two receptions, including a touchdown. And we all know about Crowder. It's all about staying healthy for him. You know, Crowder's a guy that I've – had in drafts for the last several years, and it's just he's not the biggest receiver. He's had an issue staying healthy, but he's definitely a good fit here in the Jets' offense. His ADP is 123 in the Fantasy Football World Championship. I'm telling you, in other leagues, he is going so far. I think that Raz Bowl draft I did, I got him around 14 or 15 of a 12-team league. People just weren't on Jamison Crowder, and I guess it's because they're worried about the Jets' offense, but I think they're going to be pretty good, especially with no Chris Herndon for the first four games. Crowder has a real opportunity here. Herndon, obviously, with the four-game suspension, but still certainly someone you could take as a backup quarterback. Um, Josh Allen for the Bills targeted a lot 
deep down the field. Uh, you saw Zay Jones had five targets with Josh Allen. Brown had two. Zay Jones did take a hit lead this game. We did see, though, uh, Robert Foster, you know, not with the first team. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. And for the Bills at running back, Devin Singletary was pretty impressive in this game. We know he broke a lot of tackles in college at Florida Atlantic, and uh, he did in this game as well. You know, the numbers kind of don't do it justification. Nine carries, 27 yards, three catches for 21 yards. But he is absolutely a name to keep an eye on. He's actually the guy that I want in this Bills backfield. Uh, I don't want LaShawn McCoy. Don't want Frank Gore and uh, T.J. Yeldon fumbled in this one. Singletary's ADP is 129. I, that's the that's where you want to take a shot. That's where you start to compile those running backs. Uh, right now he's going ahead of Jared McKinnon, who's definitely going to fall after having issues with his ACL recovery. When we return, I'm going to be joined by Bill Enright, FFChamps.com. We'll talk some more football and about his draft last night. It is full-time fantasy on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, 
leaving the range or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam is here until 4 p.m. Eastern. Joining me now, it is Bill Enright from FFChamps.com. Bill, what is up? Hey, Adam, what's going on, man? We are just uh, talking about how it's uh, Friday, and there's really no weekends when it comes to fantasy football in the month of August for uh, for some of us analysts. Yeah, no complaints. There's a lot of people want to do this, so not complaining at all, but there's drafts, there's articles, there's news, there's preseason games. It was 11 last night, more tonight, more tomorrow, so... It is crunch time, man, because this is where you put, you know, a big piece of the puzzle into place with your draft. We know there's setting lineups and waiver wires, but this is kind of where you build a foundation for your team and you want to get it right. Absolutely, and there's so much going on that it's really crucial that you start paying attention to everything, you know, and using the general you here, but, you know, fantasy football players in the month of August, they need to be on top of things. And you, We do a great job at full-time fantasy, making sure that, Everyone stays kind of on top of the game in terms of news, injuries, and depth chart changes, and who's looking good in the preseason. So there's a lot to take in, but we do a great job of making sure that it's all comprehensive for all the fans out there. Uh, How do you evaluate the preseason? Obviously, people react to it, especially now with highlight clips and so much coverage. But, you know, what did you take away from last night? Was there anything significant at all that maybe made you change your mind on anything? It's so funny because a guy like Daniel Jones went, I don't know, five for five for 70-something yards and, and, and the touchdown. If he went two for 11 and two touchdowns on the other side of the spectrum, people would be saying, oh, it's only the preseason. But because he had a good game, it seems like people are like, oh, well, he, you know, Daniel Jones looks good out there. Maybe Dave Gettleman knows what he's talking about. So it's always tough to find that middle ground when it comes to the preseason. I do like watching rookies. Um, David Montgomery from the Bears looked really good. I saw a really big run from Royce Freeman, second year back for the Denver Broncos. So there are some things that I look at just to kind of find some middle ground for some of these players where you're not saying, oh, this is exactly what he's going to do in the regular season because here's what he did in the preseason. But I'd rather use the preseason to validate some of my thoughts. Yeah, speaking of Montgomery, I think he's the guy that's really going to rise up draft boards now. You know, his ADP in the Fantasy Football World Championship is 46. So it's like late fourth round. I could see him moving up to the third. Do you think there's enough touches for him to validate that ADP? We know there's Tariq Cohen and Mike Davis. There's weapons at receiver. Do you think Montgomery is going to be able to return that value, or do you are you afraid that because of this first good game that he rises up a little bit too much? I think with a departure from Jordan Howard, there's a lot of there's a lot of touches there to begin with in that Bears backfield. I know Tariq Cohen's there; he's going to be the pass catching back. I know they brought in Mike Davis, but they went up and traded for Montgomery. He's someone that I really think fits that skill set uh, in that Matt Nagy offense that Jordan Howard did not fit. And with Howard gone and three Cohen's not going to be, you know, an every down back, I, I do think Montgomery will end up being a solid running back, too. If you get him in the middle of the third round, he's not there yet, but, you know, he's more towards the end of the fourth. But I think by the time we get to the end of August, he'll certainly be climbing up draft boards, like you said. So he can certainly be in running back, too. If you go receiver-receiver in the first two rounds and then grab Montgomery, then I'd be a little bit worried. 
Are you worried at all about Antonio Brown? I mean, it just seems like it's a new story every day. So there was a report from a Pittsburgh TV anchor, keep that in place, that he's been missing in action. The Raiders have no idea what he is. Then there was a report today from Michael Gelkin of the Las Vegas Review-Journal who said Brown is expected to join the Raiders in the near future. And then there was a report from Adam Schefter saying he has a hearing with the NFL regarding a helmet, that a helmet he's always worn is not approved now, and he wants to wear it. So it just seems like it's always something with Antonio Brown right now outside of football. Is it all noise and you're not concerned, or are you worried about taking Antonio Brown late second round where he's been going? I haven't drafted him once this season yet, and it's not because he is dealing with a foot injury. It's not because of his helmet thing. It's just because he's on the Oakland Raiders offense that I still think is relatively unproven. Um, I still have concerns about Derek Carr. I'm not questioning Antonio Brown's skill. I'm questioning Antonio Brown's role on a team that we haven't seen him play for yet. Uh, It's a lot different than the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I would much rather have his old teammate, Juju Smith-Schuster, or a guy like Mike Evans than drafting Antonio Brown this year. Yeah, and I think that's reflected in the ADP. Those guys are going way above uh, Antonio Brown. So, you know, is it concerning, though, that he hasn't really been on the field here working with Carr? I mean, it is a new system. It's a new quarterback. I think there's always a concern when players that are not familiar with each other don't get that on the field working together. You have to be in the, you have to be on the same page. You don't. I'm, I'm less concerned about players that are in training camp, but they're not taking part of the preseason. I'm fine with that. But if you're not taking those reps in training camp, or you're not on the field in practice and getting that timing down and making sure that you're on the same page with your quarterback and the quarterback's on the same page as the wide receiver, that's that's when it's concerning. And I think we saw that with Damian Williams a bit with Andy Reid in the month of you know late June, early July, saying Damian Williams is going to be our guy. He's our lead back. He earned that role. And this 10 days of practice, now all of a sudden Andy Reid comes out and says, hey, it's going to be a committee. Carlos Hyde, um, uh, Darrell Williams, they're all going to be involved. Now, I saw that you took Damian Williams in our starter draft last night that you participated in. Did you know about those comments when you made the pick? You took Damian Williams at 24 on the turn after starting with Saquon Barkley? Because I saw those comments yesterday actually on the air. I brought it up with Sean Childs. So, but I've seen it's really kind of circulating more today. So when you made that pick, were you aware of the comments that Andy Reid made? And does it influence the way you view Damian Williams or you're not buying it? Uh, I was aware of the comments. Still believe that he's going to be their guy. The Chiefs. Andy Reid's running back, and, and Damian Williams was one of my preseason pro picks. Um, Andy Reid's running backs are consistently ranked in the top 10 in PPR formats. He may say that he's going to do a running back by committee. Let's see what happens at the end of August. If Damian Williams stays healthy, if Andy Reid then you know, kind of get, regains his confidence, the same confidence that less than a month ago he said Damian Williams is going to be our lead guy. So that could certainly change back to – the other side of things. So I'm still pulling the trigger on Damian Williams, especially where I got him last night. I had the first pick. I took him at the 2-3 turn. Talking to Bill Enright, FFChamps.com. You also took Melvin Gordon, and I've seen Gordon really slip to mid-third round lately. It feels like of the two backs holding out, Gordon and Zeke, people are panicking more on Gordon. Uh, and We've seen him fall to as late as 34 in a recent draft. Uh so I'm assuming you're not worried if you're taking him here in the third round, or are you saying, hey, it's my third running back. Even if he misses a portion of the season, 
I have enough depth to fill it, and I'm kind of basically gearing up for a playoff run when hopefully he returns. That's exactly right. It's, it's all about depth, depth for a running back uh, um, for me, especially when you can get a value like Melvin Gordon in the third round. I also drafted Chris Carson, Jordan Howard, Matt Breda. So I feel like, and in, in, uh, all, all, all to go along with Saquon Barkley, by the way. Uh, so I do feel like I have a, a lot of depth at running back in that league. And if Melvin Gordon misses the month of September, hopefully he'll be healthy to, to, to play out October, November, and December. A lot of times people do not start a draft with four running backs. It's odd to see that. Was that, I'm assuming that wasn't a plan and you just said, hey, I'm taking the best players off my board. How do you think that strategy ultimately worked out for you in that draft? In a full-point PPR league, I always feel confident that I can either grab some wide receivers a little bit later in the draft, or I can find an emerging talent on the waiver wire. If you look at your team, the team that you draft and the team that you finish the season with, it's very rarely um, majority of the same players. So I have no problem going after one position like I did last night with four straight running backs. I don't have a wide receiver one. I have a bunch of guys that are able to catch passes and hopefully have some big games. But in a PPR league, with the running backs I have, I'll take six for 60 with a guy like Tyler Lockett or a guy like Sterling Shepard. I'll take those 12 points because hopefully my running backs are getting me anywhere between 20 and 30. So it's always a balance, especially when you're drafting, that you have to make sure that you keep your eye on – filling at your starting lineup. But at the same time, you don't want to just fill a need just for the sake of filling a need. I'm assuming Cam Newton has been falling in drafts due to the shoulder because we really haven't seen him. The, the clip that I've seen, he really hasn't thrown much here in the preseason. Like, he's throwing, but he's not airing it out. I might have seen one or two plays. So they're being cautious here. Cam Newton, when he's healthy, is always a top-five quarterback because he runs. And you know, we've heard over the last year. So, yeah, he's not going to run as much, but instincts take over. It's Cam Newton. He's going to run. So do you think that he's fallen to QB 12 because people are worried about the shoulder, or is it just the depth at quarterback and, you know, he can go anywhere in a range? Because, again, when he's healthy, he's usually that top five quarterback. It's it's very confusing for me because it seems like a lot of people really like Dave, uh, DJ Moore. It seems like a lot of people really like Calvin Ridley. We know everyone thinks Christian McCaffrey is a top four running back. So, Add all those things together, Cam Newton is going to be responsible for their success. So if everyone's buying into the playmakers, I, I find it so hard to believe why, why a lot of more people are not buying into Cam Newton. Like you said, when he's healthy, he's, he's a top-five fantasy producer. It doesn't matter if he's throwing or if he's running. He just puts up the stats. And he did that last year, but I think a, a lot of people have a sour taste in their mouth because at the end of the season, he just could not throw the ball. And I think they're taking it easy on him in training camp, in the preseason. But all signs indicate that he's going to be healthy and ready to go week one. If that's not the case, I'll, I'll go out and get another quarterback. Tom Brady was, was, was the last quarterback taken last night um, in the 18th round. Phillip Rivers was not drafted yet. I don't think Kirk Cousins got drafted. So there's always quarterbacks that you can go out and grab on the waiver. Oh, Kirk Cousins was drafted. Um, but Rivers is not. Um, you can always go out and grab quarterbacks on the waiver wire especially now with more quarterbacks starting to run uh, like a Lamar Jackson and even like a Josh Allen last year. What are your thoughts on Duke Johnson now he's with the Texans? What does this do for his fantasy value? A lot of people are knocking it because they don't think the Texans throw the ball to their running backs, but I would argue that they didn't really have a running back they can throw the ball to. 
Duke Johnson brings a lot of explosiveness to that backfield. Lamar Miller, he has a, a, a solid yard per carry, but he's not a big play threat. He's not as explosive, and he's not as good as catching passes out of the backfield as Duke Johnson. So I, I like Duke Johnson a lot this year. He still affects flex play for me in PPR formats. I'm all in on this Texans offense. Let's see how long Kiki Kuti is out for with that ankle injury. That can help Duke Johnson's status certainly earlier in the year as well because maybe he runs some similar routes to what they would have had uh, Kuti running. You took Jimmy Graham as your lone tight end. It was tight end 19 off the board. Could he have a bounce back year or was this just like, hey, this is the best of what's left? That was just a, hey, this is the best of what's left. But you know what? He still plays for the Packers. He still has Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. So the best of what's left is not that bad of an option considering the offense he's on and the quarterback that's throwing the ball. Did I want to wait that long to grab a tight end? Probably not. But at the same time, if I'm missing out on the top 12 guys, I'm really waiting until late. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not in a rush to go out and get Jordan Reed or, or Delaney Walker or Kyle Rudolph once that kind of – David Nujoku, Vance McDonald, Austin Hooper, you know, train leaves the station, then I'm really punting the position at that point and just really, really waiting late. Yeah, and hoping maybe you could find someone off the waiver wire that emerges because it does get kind of ugly down there. Bill, let people know what you got going on and where they can find you. FFChamps.com, promo code 2019. That's $40 off our premium package. We got the draft kit rocking and rolling. Once again, our, our rankings and our projections, top three in Fantasy Pros, accuracy contest that's both for in-season and the preseason stuff. And, of course, we have great stuff going on at Full-Time Fantasy. Draft happening all the time in the Fantasy Football World Championships out in Vegas, and I'm very jealous I'm not going there. Yeah, it sucks that you're not going because it's a good time. Bill, thanks for your time. We'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Yeah, take care. All right, when we return, we'll wrap it up here. It is Full-Time Fantasy on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players We don't just give you premier advice We play every day 
All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. <sighs> I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education that they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Ronis and all my work, fulltimefantasy.com. Get my updated rankings. Also supplying content now to Sports Illustrated. Have a look at Todd Gurley and what to do with him. And if you have any specific questions, you can ask him on the message boards and the forums. Use the promo code RONUS50 to get your first two months for the price of one. Also, check out playffwc.com to get in a draft as we have four drafts on Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, and 11 p.m. Eastern. We got a draft and go best ball, an online championship, a starter full season super flex, and a starter full season league. So head on over there and get in a draft today. Uh... Also, some quick preseason thoughts here. Uh, keep an eye on Dolphins rookie wide receiver Preston Williams. Definitely a dynasty ad for sure. Redraft leagues, I'm not taking him yet, but just keep an eye on him. He was very impressive. Four receptions, 97 yards, a great contested catch, and that's what the preseason is for, kind of seeing these guys get an opportunity, what they do, and some of them might never pan out, but they're definitely guys to keep an eye on. And also... Check out at Mike Silver on Twitter. He goes over the Antonio Brown saga. It's a long thread, but man, it's just mind-boggling what's going on with Antonio Brown right now. Just so many things that are not football-related and starting to get a little bit concerned there, so you can check that out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. In the meantime, check me out, fulltimefantasy.com. I'll be back here Monday afternoon, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.